Thunderdome Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. And now, live from Oahu, a man with giant areolas, Mike Taylor. Might as well just show them out off the top, then. Although they've gotten a bit smaller, they got less fat over the years. Greetings and welcome in. It's Thunderdome Live, presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Five locations in the greater San Antonio, South and Central Texas area. Moss coming down the deal. Business is good at Texas Cheer Liquor. And they are the presenting sponsor of episode 14 in this entire first season of Thunderdome Live on Love You Hard TV. Greetings and good evening. It's Thursday night as we record this show live. Uh, my name is Mike, live from the Hellscape in Honolulu, Hawaii, counting down the days until I'm back home in San Antonio here in about three and a half weeks or so. Cannot wait for that. But in the meantime, we stay busy. We swim. We try to work out. We work on our mental health. We drink a little bit less than normal and otherwise try to do kick-ass shows and radio and all the stuff that we do. Welcome in here, Thunderdome. Back in Texas are some special people to me, man. Uh, and I'm super stoked to bring on the guests we have tonight, too. Um, as always, it's the biggest Puma, Sam Samuel Ladon Fries, who hails from Glen Rose, Texas, is back in the room in San Antonio and Thunderdome uh, Live Studios with DJ LG, a.k.a. Lawrence Goins, another legendary Texan who hails from Santa. You were born in San Antonio, right? I've never asked you that. San Antonio proper? No, that's a story for another day, but no, I wasn't. Oh, okay. yeah. oh. wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> make, oh. make note. Oh, yeah, you were trafficked in from Cambodia. Yeah, I wasn't born in the United States. Let's just say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, let's go Sam, make a note that. of that okay. oh my god are you dude are you documented uh, i'm Is a u.s citizen your name? yes i am a u.s citizen are you sure <laughs> still a little hesitation in that answer u.s citizen uh, born, born abroad yes an american okay well i'm a i'm not i'm not even sure my my, la my last name's not even supposed to be taylor yeah you you told us <laughs> well, the story already makes yes. sense yeah, yeah it makes sense all right and so these are my these are my two pals here on the show, and I'm really happy to have the guests we have on tonight. Uh, and I'm really happy that we're doing two shows a week now because it really just we're getting into a really cool groove here, and I appreciate the support. How about and, that? Yeah. Um, our show is getting better and better. We're starting to find our little niche here. We've got sponsors and stuff, and uh, we've got people that are helping our show uh, from a viewer standpoint, whether it's on the super chats, which we welcome you, and I thank you very much for doing that. Um, whether it's on buymeacoffee.com for tipping our show, whether you're doing that, I appreciate that. We've got people that have bought a couple of memberships. We had a guy, a guy called David Cisneros who bought a membership the other day. Something called James Pellman has bought a membership to this thing, a $50 annual membership, which is super cool. And just thrilled, man. You know, the radio show is a monster, but this YouTube thing fledgling, and we're just trying to see what we can do with it. And, uh, Try to put decent content on the airwaves and let you see how unhandsome we are and why we all decided to get into radio and, uh, you know, see what, what we can't do with this thing. And people like Texas Cheer and JM Pool and Spa, who have been our first two big sponsors here to start, love y'all hard and appreciate it very much. And we'll keep this thing going and see if we can't, you know, we'll either burn out quick or find a niche and it'll last a while and 
turn into a legend. But nonetheless, we're trying our hardest, and here we are with, what is it, episode 14 tonight? So we're 14 episodes in, and so far, so good. And uh, dare I say, the most famous guest we probably have on tonight, uh, a guy that I decided, I just declared it so. I don't, he never really, I think, I th I'm not sure if he approved or not. It didn't matter. I've, I've declared it. He's the official. I'm not even sure if he's happy with his title. He's the official Texas country singer of the Mike Taylor show on Thunderdome Live. It is the great Rich O'Toole tonight, who's our guest, um, who joins us and emanates broadcasting-wise from his house in inner Houston, Texas. It's Rich O'Toole. You hate Texas country singer or just country singer? Artist. Yeah, let's cool call it Texas country singer. I think you got to rep, okay. rep the state, man, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's like yeah, all these I people get looped into. What's that? I like being the official Texas country singer of the Mike Taylor okay. show. I'm a big, I'm yeah, a big fan. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're from Texas, so it makes sense. Do um, do people, do guys like being labeled this is Texas country, or you prefer like red dirt? What do you? What the hell do you tell people you do? I think like the beginning, it was a thing where at first I was like, oh, I want to be bigger. I don't want to be labeled myself, and then you realize how giant yeah. Texas is. And you're like, yeah. I'm totally cool with that. It's great. Like yeah, Texas country, cool. and it, you don't have to. You can make a million dollars and not leave the state. You really, you really can't. It's that. Right. It's that okay. big. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so, well, I, you, art artist, yeah. country artist. Have you always just played country? Have you ever like played rock for funsies and stuff, ice houses and shit? If you saw our, if you saw our show, it's pretty much rock and roll. I just rock sing like, yeah. I sound like kind of Brooks and Dunn, so it's always in sound country. Um, mm -hmm. But it's rock. We cover Springsteen. We cover you know. All kinds of rock, rock stuff. So it's cool. It's just cool because my voice is so twangy. I think or unique. It's always in yeah. the fit and country. You know, the rock scene right. wouldn't yeah. have it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cool. No, I, I, don't, I, I don't do enough flow to, to be in the rock scene. So <laughs> you don't bag it up, <laughs> random women whose names you don't know. You've settled down quite a bit, certainly in your upper thirties. Rich God, told me a minute yeah. ago. What did you say? 38, 39? 38, man, old man. How, how long but have you, you just been? How long have you oh, just been an August. artist? Since August, I've been 38. Oh, an artist? Yeah, oh, okay. I graduated. From, yeah. yeah, I graduated from A&M in 2006. Yeah. Where was just your only job, I mean, like where you could quit working other jobs. How long has that been? Uh, seven, eight years. Really? I always like to pick up money. I mean, no, not really, but I, I never like, I just tried to play as many shows as possible. Um, yeah. I, I started side businesses. Like I started text emoji the app. I've, bought and sold real estate. I've tried to just hustle to make cash so I can continue yeah. the business. Um, I get hated on a lot. People always think I'm, I was from a rich family. And I was like, no, I was really lower middle class. And uh, I was lucky enough to go to a and I didn't get into A&M, went to Blinn, then got into A&M. And uh -huh. then I started writing music at A&M and playing around town, yada, yada, yada. And so it, by then it was like a thing where when I graduated, we had a single that was number three in, the, uh, in Texas, number 39 in the nation. So we had an agent, we were having, we were doing a full time. We're like, all right, let's go. And I never really had a chance to really like have, a, I mean, it's like my, it's like me being a songwriter, me doing this was just like thrown at me and I had to do it at that point. So I'm very so lucky in that. When, well, obviously, when did you start? Like, I mean, obviously you play guitar and you sing, you've known you could sing for probably forever. So when did you like think, holy shit, I might. I might be able to like do this. Was there a moment or a time period in your life where you were like, wow, I might actually not be crazy to chase this. Cause I might actually be able to pull this off. 
I think eventually when we had like our third song on the radio and we had a mm-hmm. team and my parents, it was, you know, you're always relying on your parents. And so I remember my mom, she told me like a couple of years ago, she was like, I didn't want to say anything in the beginning, but you were pretty terrible. And I was, I wanted to tell you, <laughs> to quit. that's terrible, but she wanted me to fail. Just you can't, you don't let your kids, you don't tell your kids to fail. You let them no. fail. And they come to you oh. and go, Hey mom, I failed. What do I do now? And she's like, Oh, get in, go get this job or do something. And she was like, I was just gonna let you fail and thinking there was a 99% chance it would. And I did too. And I, I was, I was stupid enough. I was just dumb enough to make it work. If that Same. makes any sense. Like, I was like, I just hustled and just took gigs and like played every single night and showed up. And when people make fun of me and laugh or, you know, in College Station, mm-hmm. the great songwriters and great singers would laugh at me, and I wasn't that good. But I showed up. I, I kept getting knocked down. I kept getting punched. And then eventually I learned how to sing, how to write, wrote great records, had songs on the radio, started packing places out. And all of a sudden, Rich O'Toole wasn't a joke. And it was like, okay. It, it took getting kicked that many times to realize how to get good. You know, and I think that's everything. I mean, I don't know a mechanic or a janitor or a welder that hasn't failed the first hundred times and then eventually was like oh, i can i can tune an engine now you know like and that's kind of what i do i mean that's how any mm-hmm. person gets good the ten thousand hours thing you know so right but i was people there yeah there are people that want to be like radio stars and do radio shows and shit like that so I, I kind of the same i don't want to compare what i'm doing to what you're doing but this is a gig where not a lot of guys are doing it for a living and it's a war of attrition in my business. It sounds like it is with you too. There's a million guys out there that can sing and pick, but they don't make it because I just, maybe they give up too soon. Obviously they don't get lucky and get a break, but they don't take advantage of it and they give up. It sounds like you just kept, you were just like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to make, I'm, I'm just going to do this period. And you did. Yeah. I think, I think it was one of those things where I was dumb enough to stay in it, mm-hmm. but same. It, yeah, it, same. And staying power. I mean, staying power too. It was like, I definitely had to take, I remember I drove this shitty, like, uh, 1999 Camry stick shift. And I went to the bank, uh, couldn't afford rent, couldn't afford my radio promoter, couldn't afford my team, couldn't afford shit. I went and got a $15,000 loan and I put my shitty Camry that I had paid off, uh, up for collateral. I remember the bank manager got in trouble because he gave me a $15,000 loan and my car was only worth 3000. So he called me upstate. <laughs> my manager's like, this better work or I'm fucked. I'm gonna get fired. Cause like all wow. we have is and it's only worth three grand. And I remember I made the last payment two days on, on that loan. I made the last payment two days before they were going to come pick up my Camry Good in college Lord. station. And that was to keep the band on the road. And that was to keep shit going. And you think I would have quit after that. And I was like, no, no, it's, it's like the guy in Vegas that just keeps rolling the dice. And then you see him at three in the morning and he's holding like 40,000 in chips. And you're like, God, what an idiot. Like, why didn't that guy stop? And yeah. because he didn't stop, that's why that's why he did it. I mean, that's kind of like anything wow. in success. You just don't don't stop, you know. Right. Tell me about rounding up your band. Like, how many? How, who were some guys that have? Like, how long has your band been together? I mean, obviously, when you have, it's you. The show is you. We're going to see Rich yeah. O'Toole. How do you how do you carry a band? That's got to be a lot of pressure on you because they're a lot. You're kind of their boss, and you got to carry a band too while you're doing this. You know. Sadly enough, Mike, I wish I wish I had the story like Randy Rogers where like all of them been together. And I thought that was the case. Like I had a great band for like three years and we were all together. Yeah. But we weren't making very much money. And 
you know, those guys were probably only making $7,500 a night staying in cheap hotel rooms. Guys were getting married. Guys were having mm. kids. I remember I paid for like my guitar player. His kid broke his arm and they didn't have insurance. So like I paid for the kid's broken arm. Uh, shit like that where it was like, all right, look. So they would bow out. And I just kept replacing people, replacing people, replacing people. Because it was Rich O'Toole. It wasn't like the band was like called like yeah. Night Death or something. I don't know. So right. like, by the way, that's an, I just made that up. And that's an amazing. No, I love it. That. I'm going to write that down. You, uh, that should be the name of your next band. <laughs> so it was one of those things where like you had to – keep getting replacing guys because the name of the band was just Rich O'Toole. Well, back in the, in the when it first started, it was Rich O'Toole band. And Rich O'Toole. And uh, yeah. I, I think it was, just, it was tough. It was one of those things where, you know, I, I hated that because I wanted the same guys. I wanted it to be like, this dream of yeah. like same. the East street band, Randy Rogers, you know, but it wasn't, I mean, I had to keep replacing guys because I had to keep going. They had to go get a real job. So. Well, you and I met for the first time in Austin last spring. We had lunch, and a guy showed up. He was the San Antonio guy, and yeah. you were telling me that for whatever reason, a lot of you, a lot of the guys that have been in your band over the years, and guys that may still be in your band are like South, are South Texas guys. Was that by design or just happenstance? Or because I know that you you by, dig San Antonio quite a bit. By design, I do everything out of San Antonio. Um, so our studios by design. Okay. But yeah, Matt, Matt Damon is there. Um, who's my producer. Me and him have done seven albums together. And, um, you know, okay. he's, he's Hispanic. And as you know, like the Hispanic community is like really tight. And so like, I would say in the last 10 years, 80% of the band members I've had have been Hispanic because they won't, they, they want to work. I don't know what, I don't know what that is, but Mac usually <laughs> in that area, like, yeah. Has jokes going people. through my head, but I'm gonna let it go. Go ahead, yeah. No, yeah. but it, no, it's true though. It, it's 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 yeah. true. It's like one of those things where like, um, so Mac always had musicians around the studio, and so I go on tour like you know Matt Zavala, Kevin Diaz, De Leon, um, you know Thomas, uh, Daniel Puentes, like guys that are still in my band that are still Holy. rocking with me. They were from the studio, and they were great musicians. It, it wasn't like I gave them the job because I was like, oh, they want to work. They were they were down to play, man. And they knew the right. stuff and they knew Mac and they were like in their, you know, early, late twenties and they want to get on the road and they want to have some fun. And that's kind of what it was. And so by design, I always hire out of San Antonio because we, we mix a record there. We play, we, you know, we do all the studio stuff there. And, um, you know, it was, it was one of those things where it just, it just happened that way. And that, uh, that's what I love about San Antonio is San Antonio is, is so different from Austin. It's so different than any other city. It's, it's South. I mean, you're, it's in South Texas and there's a, there's a right. work ethic there too. That really goes a, a lot further, you know, right. versus yeah, like yeah. when I hire positions out of Austin, the first word out of their mouth is like, what hotel are we in tonight? You hire guys out of San Antonio. They're cool with like sleeping in the van, eating sandwiches. They don't uh, get yeah. They're there to rock, you know, and that, and like you want to have that attitude around you. You don't want that like hotty toddy, like, oh, we're not, we're, we're in the Motel 8 tonight. It's like, shut up. Let's rock, dude. This is dirty. <laughs> oh, shit. What happened to, what were these damn, what happened to the days of guys that wanted, they want to get dirty. They want to sleep in the van. They want to put dues in. Uh, I guess it's just, it's just the world <laughs> we live in where everybody wants to become super badass famous right overnight. And I guess you have to deal with that even from a musical standpoint. All right. You just moved back to Houston. In the yeah. last couple of years or so, from what I can tell, from my stalking you on the internets, mm -hmm. you leave Nashville, you write a song ripping the shit out of Nashville. I'm assuming Rich yeah. is done with Nashville. No, I still record there. I still work out of there. Okay. I still help right. run a record label. 
you know, don't the, live there. The thing, you know, Nashville is like an, is, is a, a divorced city. Um, like there's a river that goes through it. And on the east side are people that just hate Nashville. Mm-hmm. And on the west side are where all the suits live and all the record labels. And mm-hmm. I just, I really can't stand someone or a record label or anybody that wants to get into something for the wrong reason. That's what that song was all about. And to be honest, I left. I bought a house there that I absolutely loved. I can't talk about it. I had to. I had to. I had to sue the builder because there was a giant crack in the foundation and all this wow. BS. I was right. so heartbroken. I remember, like, I did not want to leave that house. So my mom like flew up and she was like, "Look, this house is like damaged and like you know you can't talk about it because people were like, "Why are you leaving Nashville? Why are you selling this house?" And I was like, "It's in a lawsuit. Oh. I can't." Um, okay. And I don't think the guy, he's not a bad guy. I'm not the guy bought a house for him. I think it was just a big mistake. It was a thing where he had to go in. I sold a bat to him and he had to fix it. And I didn't have the time to live in a hotel for a year. And so I was like, you know what? This is heartbreaking, but I'm going to move back to Texas. And like, honestly, oh. the, band needs, the band needs to get back on the road. We're okay. still getting play on the radio in Texas. Like, it was a, kind of a blessing in disguise, to be honest with you. And then, you know, obviously I wrote Low Hanging Fruit, the new single that kind of like, you know, trash is Nashville, but it's not, it's not about Nashville. There's amazing people in Nashville. It's about yeah. the mentality of showing up and wanting to be Luke Bryan overnight. It's like, dude, right. write some records, put on some shows, like pay your dues. That's mm-hmm. the people I respect. I don't respect someone that shows up that just wants to be, you know, Luke Bryan overnight. Like you got right. to work. You know that you, you have the same thing on radio, Mike. Someone wants to be the next Howard Stern overnight. It's like, dude, sure. this is a, Take 30 years, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. This is the great Rich O'Toole. This is the official Texas country singer. He's approved that name, that label. He's from Texas, so it literally makes sense. But he's on with us tonight. It's um, Thunderdome Live presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Um, so let's talk about last year with you. You had me worried and probably about 25,000 other people that, that yeah. think they know you. You said it and you said nothing's off limits tonight. So let's get into that. I wanted to see where you were because you had a, I don't know, you had a bit of a meltdown last year, but maybe it was needed and wound up being a blessing in disguise. And then did you know you had anxiety issues before or do you? I did. I had it. What was going on with you last year? You know, it was a frustration. I mean, not touring, bleeding cash, not making income because we weren't touring. Um, I wasn't, it wasn't to a point where I was like drinking a bottle of Jack a day or like going out and buying a bunch of blow. It just got to the point by like, by noon, I was like, fuck it. Let's drink a bottle of red wine. And I had so much anxiety. I've had it my whole life. I mean, when I went and finally saw it there, they were just like, dude, you've been diagnosed with, you know, childhood PTSD. Like you've had anxiety since you were like in the womb, basically. And to me, I just never talked about it because I always kept myself busy with touring, like, hustling writing music and when the world put me in a house for two years and i couldn't tour i couldn't like go go somewhere talk to people i started getting my own head and i think the meltdown came from like frustration it was like i was so mad i just had to tell everybody and i think that the blending the lines of like social media and understanding the fact that like you know i had to I, I don't know why I did it. And I look back and I, I think I go, God, that was really stupid, Rich. You should have kept it to yourself. But that would have been more dangerous, I think, at that point. It's almost like I had to tell everybody 
And I guess yeah. the word breakdown is is the word, but I wouldn't call it breakdown. Oh. I would call it like I was already broken down and I stood outside my car and just waved at everyone for help. Like, come pick, hey, where's the tow truck? Come pick me up. I need to get towed into the town to fix my engine. That's what I would call it. Um, and I guess it is, and it's sad. It's so weird because I meet so many people now and, you know, I've helped so many people talk to them off the edge of, the, the edge with suicide and I, how many DMs and like 10 a day, probably still today people like I was to commit suicide. And then I saw that you figured it out. You went sober, you know, yada, 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 you helped me out, yada, yada. And it was like, yeah. So the meltdown thing was like, it's so true. But at the same point, it was just me like being so honest because I knew it was something I had to let people know that I've dealt with my whole life because I was living a lie. I mean, I was dealing with so much anxiety for years and then COVID finally pushed me into a corner where I just wanted to swing my fist and yell and scream and say, I've had, I've had fucking enough. I've had enough of this anxiety. And ever since I did that, I don't have anxiety anymore. So it's like, I'm cool. so thankful that I had the meltdown, you know, because I don't have anxiety anymore. I, I don't, now that everyone knows about it, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, Mike. would be like if, if you had a, a really ugly scar across your chest and just no one ever knew and just ripping yeah. your shirt off in front of everyone going, look at my scar, motherfuckers. And then everyone goes, all right, you got a bad scar. Okay, cool. Move on. And now I'm not worried about the scar anymore. And that's, that's kind of awesome. what, like yeah. Yeah. You know, I grew up, I'm a Gen Xer. I, I grew up in the freaking barrio. My, my, my dad's side were a bunch of rednecks, trailer park and mom's side were barrio mexicanos so dude i i was taught well we don't can't be a pussy you're a boy you're tough get up rub dirt on it um and people wonder why nine out of ten suicides are committed by guys i've learned the hard way myself and you know and puma and i've talked about this on our radio show where tough men admit when they've got issues and they get through them like you said it's shocking. Like you, you, you hold on to things for years. If you just let it go, it'll go, it can, it'll get a lot better fast rather than bottling shit up. And I was super guilty of that when I was a younger guy and then I'd like erupt that that's not healthy. Yeah. Men do dumb shit when they bottle things up, you know, as you probably know. Right. No, and you, and you can't, I mean, I think that's the lesson here. And I, I really, you know, COVID was terrible for a lot of people. I lost my aunt. I lost probably 20, 30 friends, uh, some from suicide, some from just accidents, some from COVID. Uh, I, I want to say that for me, I'm really thankful that it, it did happen in a weird way for just for me, because it, it made me sit there in my house for a year and going, yeah, you got a problem here and you got to address it. And so thank God, because I don't, I don't, I think I would have just continued really heavily boozing and just gotten through my life and probably died in my fifties as some, you know, overweight, gross songwriter in Texas. Oh, and yeah. I think it put my, it gave me time to kind of look in, in the mirror and get myself in check, but um, it's not easy, you know? And then like, you know, sober, like I've definitely relapsed a couple of times. Um, you know, people ask me this and it's a good thing to talk about now is like, I'm not technically sober. I sometimes have a beard during the week. But I never go. I would never go back to ever using it as like medicine. Yeah, and that's cool. Kind of what I would as you know. Awesome. And that's you, it's a hard. That, it was the Jeff the Jeff Bridges movie where he played the burned out in his late fifties singer. Uh, and Ryan Bingham had the big song "Weary Kind." What the hell was that movie called? Anyway, it was called. I, uh, I, I, 
What was that called? Not Brave. I won't say Brave Heart. Um, oh, shit. It was called, uh, God, Heart. It's uh, Heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, was it? What? Right. Someone tweeted it's today. Right. Uh, Tip of my tongue. Um, Jeff Bridges, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Burned Out Country Guy, Ryan heart. Bingham. T-Bone yeah. Burnett produced the damn record that Ryan I Bingham. That. I, I can tell you all that, like, not the name of the movie. <laughs> God. You uh, want to keep trying? You want to keep trying? You know it's Sam. Sam, you're there. I was, I was, I was, I was enjoying the, the, the treading water. This is, so, this is so me. I can tell you everything about the movie except the title. It's close. It's Crazy Heart. Crazy, crazy heart. heart. Pick up your crazy oh, yeah. heart and there give it one more try. Crazy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Who do you dig, man? Who are your favorite? Who are your favorite artists that 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 perform still today? Not like old dead guys and stuff. Who's your favorite guys today? Man, I, I did the whole thing where I, you know, I played for the governor and Jason Isabel unfollowed me, and I was just like heartbroken again because it's the second time he's unfollowed me. And like he's just like my idol. I love Jason Isabel. Jason Isabel, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just like everything he writes is so amazing. I love his voice and I love him as a person. And you know, when I played the when I played the Greg Abbott gig, he unfollowed me and a bunch of Americana. You know, he took a lot of shit over that. Yeah, it was bullshit. I mean, it was one of those things where it was like I totally get it, but like they they served beef ribs there. Um, did, <laughs> is the beef rib canceled in the trans community? Like no. you know, they, they had nachos. No, we've there not too. canceled yeah, beef ribs. Trans people now yet. hating nachos. I, I just I would have I, I would play for Beto. I, I did it because it's a Texas governor and tex, Texas tax money, and I showed up and played a show. People wanted there was there was fifty percent of the crowd was there against Abbott. They heard the Rich O'Toole stuff too. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't like you know it's like people pay and we I have a, I have a band and agents to feed. This had nothing to do with the trans community, and that's why I remember Mike. I called you and said, "Hey, I know you have a song." And I was like, this, this has nothing to do with that. And I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about it. I really, when we were playing, I didn't think about it until the governor retweeted and said, thanks, Rich, for showing up. And then I knew my life was over because it was like, <laughs> let's fucking get them. I mean, the trans communities like came after me. Like, I was like, and I was like, guys, no one asked me. It was almost offensive because it was like, no one asked me where I stood, who I'm voting for. They didn't ask that. They just thought that like me showing up and playing for the governor, that I obviously agree with everything he does. And I don't think that's true. I mean, I I, I hung out with the governor and his wife in their in the mansion. I love the cook, so I go to the kitchen in the mansion. And like his, he has a he has a a black female chef. He has a white uh, male chef. One of them, I won't say their names, has a Beto sticker on their car at the governor's mansion. The governor's not oh, there shit. to like, pick and, pick and choose. Yeah, he's not there to pick and choose like who loves him or wants to be his best friend. He's there to do a job. You know, as a Texan, the Texan governor asks you to do something, you, you kind of do it. I mean, you don't want to hate the guy. But for me, it was like, look, I'm, I'm a musician. That's all I do. I even, I don't pass laws. I don't do any of that bullshit. I'm there yeah. to play songs that I've written. And that's it. I mean, it really kind of broke my heart. And when Jason unfollowed me and it was, I, I shouldn't have tweeted, tweeted about it again. But I was like, why? Why, why, why? why not just DM me and ask me what my thoughts Did he respond? It? No, he didn't, even, didn't. I don't think oh. he even cared. I think they're, they're so one-sided. I think the the liberal Americana, you know, country music, whatever clique that they're in, they're so one-sided on stuff that they don't even want to hear my opinion on it. And I'm not. I don't have a side. I'm a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't even really truly vote anymore. I 
I really just focus on things I love. And that's writing music and playing it live to human beings. Okay. That's it. I appreciate wow. everything. I love it. You know. So Jason so, Isbell is a guy you love. I mean, we all love him. Fuck me. How do you not I love, love him? him as, I think his music is I think he's our modern day Bob Dylan. Yeah. Wow. Well, and I, okay, hold on right there. Yeah. 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 Speaking of modern day Bob Dylan, so you asked what some of the new artists that you dig are. You know, the first time I ever heard one of your songs, Rich, I was working at a used car dealership in uh, Stephenville, Texas, proper, uh, cowboy capital of the world. And my sales manager uh, walks in with a demo CD of yours, a dude by the name of Todd Brown, and he puts it on for the whole office. And the first song on the CD was District Sleeps Alone Tonight, your cover. And I sit there and I sing along to every word of the song. And 30 of these dudes in the office are all just staring at me like, how the fuck do you know this? Like, what is this? Is a, this is a demo CD. I just got it from him this week. Like, how do you yeah, know yeah, this? Yeah, and yeah. then I was immediately, I was like, no, this is, this is a amazing cover of a song that I love. And it, you said earlier, you know, you go to one of your concerts and it, it's a rock concert. And then the first song I heard you sing was an, a cover of an indie song that I, you know, absolutely love from a band I love. So like, what are those early life influences or the childhood influences that lead you to doing a rock show with a country voice and covering indie music? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's just my love. I mean, if you came to my house, you know, right now you hear mostly Pearl Jam. Nice. Like you're not, but, but when I do get into a funk mood, I'll definitely put on some George Jones or like old school country music. Um, I love rap. Love hip hop, you know. I've obviously been a big fan of Houston rap for like a long time. Yeah, we see you with Bun uh, B all the time over yeah. there at those Astros games. He's my boy, man. Um, I was sad, you know. That I called him personally and said, uh, "Hey, you're not going to like this, but I got invited to represent Texas music at the Governor's Mansion the same night you're playing the Houston Rodeo, and I'm just going to call you man to man and just tell you like I can't go to your thing. I got to go and do my job, and like he he respects that." You know, so he's he's in Texas music too. It's like I'm going there to lobby for Texas music. I want to get money from the governor to put into mental health when musicians that don't have you know insurance and they break their arm or leg, they get paid for. When someone with a songwriter with depression or anxiety, we can we can fund them to go and get you know help and treatment where no one else is fighting for and lobbying for that. But here I do log log on to Twitter and I'm just called like uh, you know a homophobic country singer and you're like oh what are you no. twitter's just you're full insane. of people that want to tell you who you are without ever having met you yeah i mean that's right uh, that's what it is that's what i don't the know what, I, maybe i'm so for. angry about this i should have like interjected <laughs> clearly that. but it's like i thought i i honestly like i had a, i called bun one-on-one the day before show because he was like do you want to come backstage do you want to walk out yada yada and i was like dude this isn't even my gig like i'm obviously there for you brother and I, I love you man and he's been like a big brother because we when we talk, so we talk about music and like how to make money in music what we do uh, me and him started an app company together called trillmoji we made some cool apps for him um and so it's cool but i don't abuse that relationship either because i see him as just a a businessman a musician and a, and a friend so like when we hang out we go to sushi and we're talking about stuff that you wouldn't think we're talking about you know, I'm not, I think that's why we have the friendship oh. is I'm not sitting there asking him about Pimp C or what it was like to pull up. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, you know? If I had that cell phone number, it would be, it would be blocked <laughs> within five minutes because I would want to no hear, question. 
Like, tell me about, you know, tell me about the early sampling process y'all did on some of those early UGK. Tell me what it was like being, uh, you know, coming up in that scene. I would be blocked immediately. No question. Let me, I'm let gonna me, let me jump in. I'm gonna, go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go I was going to say, by the way, LG, we good on audio issues? We good on that now? We good? Oh, uh, yeah, we should be good. Um, okay, cool. Let me say this. I want to just quickly, I will put this shit to bed and we'll do, we'll do some more fun stuff. I am so tired, and this is a rant that I go on all the time on the radio show, where the extreme far right and the extreme far left always get their fucking voice across. And the rest of us are kind of caught in the middle, watching those two play tennis going left and right, back and forth. And I'll, I'll say, and I wasn't going to mention this. You brought this up, Rich. Yeah, Rich called me in the midst of all the feedback he was getting, that was pretty much universally negative when he went in, when he played a governor's, he played at the governor. Was it, was it at the mansion itself? You play at no, the house? No, this is for the mansion. I, I doubled down okay. and went to the mansion because they invited me to, him and his wife. <laughs> yeah. now, Rich general. played at a thing that, that Abbott was doing during the, during the primary season campaign, which, um, and then I didn't give two shits about that, Rich. I didn't, it didn't bother me in the least, but then Rich took the time to call me because he knows that I have a trans son. And we had a really good chat. I wasn't mad at all. And I mean, again, I'm so tired of the extreme Nazi left and the extreme crazy right that I just, we got to figure out a way to stop all that madness because it's clearly doesn't ever get anything done. Right. And it's like, and I, I, I rant about this all the time. Politically, the left wants to win 100 to nothing. The right wants to win 100 to nothing. You don't, that's not in politics. In politics, it's like football. You win 21 to 17 and you got to be okay with winning 21 to 17 and your quarterback threw three interceptions and you got lucky and they had a turnover in the fourth quarter and you got out of there with a win. That's politics. And what I want is that as again, I represent our community, the LGBT plus Q community, uh, as a dad, I want to engage with the GOP. I want to engage with the Republicans. I don't give a shit if how many election cycles they win in a row in this state. This is a red state, still is, despite now that's that pendulum starting to come back some, but it's a red state. All I want is that one particular topic, the anti-trans bills that have been presented in, in, in Austin. Just I, I need the Republicans to drop that as an issue because it should not be one. And I don't want to get into all the arguments of why it should not or not right now. If they just drop that, I wouldn't, I don't give two shits who become ultimate. Of course, I have other things that I care about, but this is the one that hits home. If the Republicans would just let that go, hell, I'd go do radio shows for a Republican governor. If he were, you know, they asked us to do a radio show and they offered me enough money to do it. I'd just wear my, I'd wear my trans t-shirt while you I did can, the show. And you can find someone else shit. to run the board then. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> see? <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm part yeah, of that yeah. radical yeah, Sam, left. Sam doesn't want to get canceled. That's a- <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, and, and Beto comes off to me as a as a fucking squirrel, you know. And I, I say, I mean, if the left wants to take over the state, stop running out jackasses like Beto O'Rourke as your candidate. Maybe you'll win some elections. That'll get me in trouble with some of y'all. But I mean, it's a weak party in our state with weak mind. Maybe I should run as a member of the left. Shit, um, because I want to bring some. But I, I, I want to bring sensibility and, and negotiation to the table, and you're not allowed to do that. So anyway, I, I have a lot of respect for Rich for calling me. It was absolutely unnecessary. It didn't affect anything we were doing at all. So anyway, obviously I got you on, so we're cool with that, man. All right. So no, I don't, of course. Oh, and I just want to know that, too. It's like my piece with it is like I said this. This is a very bad take, but I'll say this take. And it's like so yeah. funny because I, I have a good friend whose daughter's 
gay and she's like 15 or 16 and we were just talking and i said this is this is my take by the way this is how i rationalize things okay i was look i love women i i i know that i'm i know that i'm not gay because i love the vagina i do it's awesome. understood if I, I woke up tomorrow if i woke up tomorrow though mike and yeah. like if i went tomorrow and, and all of a sudden like liking the vagina was was like i couldn't vote i couldn't own property people were pissed off at me they were mad i would hope that y'all would fight for my rights we would sure because I would come to you and go, hey, man, I don't know why I feel this way, but I love the vagina, and I'm sorry. I can't change that feeling. <laughs> so will you please analogy. help me? And that's why, that's why I do fight. I do fight for the, for the community. I do oh. fight, you know, for, uh, you know, gay, trans, lesbian, whatever. Um, oh. I do. It's a human being. And, and they're, not, they're not making this shit up. They're not saying, oh, I'm a female, and I like another female because like, of I think it's cute and doing it to get attention. They're, they really feel that way. So of course I will fight for you. Thank and you, you know, honestly, well the, 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 the best thing they could do is go, Hey, your friends, the governor, right? That's cool. Hey, can you help us, you know, talk to them and maybe we could change a couple of things. I, why, I, not, why, not go, why not go better in a better way? Why, why, why does it immediately hate me versus why not sending me a DM going, Hey Rich, you mind like next time you have lunch with, you know, the first lady or whatever, and just say, Hey, you know, what do y'all think about this? Maybe we could do a little program for like, I would appreciate you know, that, man. That's what I you want. Know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, why, why attack somebody and not just, just go up and talk to them and say, Hey, what do you think about this? You know, you know, and, and that's, the, that's what bothers me is people are the first thing is they want to attack somebody. They don't want to like just re rationalize with them. Sure. And that's the right. saddest part of it. You know? Yeah. Right. Understood. I, I don't, we're good. And I like that analogy. People just as much as you know you're a man and like women, the other other people that know there's something else and like something else feel just as strongly in their soul as you do about who you are. So that's what people don't remember and, and they don't think that into consideration. Of course, now I, I want to say also this I will not vote for Greg Abbott. Um I I bashed Beto, but I got and unless they now if Abbott drops this bullshit with the LGBT stuff and gets Dan Patrick to do so as well. All right, I might reconsider, but for now, no way I would vote for Governor Abbott. But I don't want, I, I can't, we're not going to get anything done if we don't try to negotiate. I'd like to negotiate that off their platform because it's unnecessary. It does make me hate him some, and I won't vote for him, but I'm not going to bash my buddy because he played there because he's got a fucking band to feed, man. And he's just, he's a musician, you know? Anyway, so that's enough of that. No, and looking back, I mean, maybe no. it's something I should have just stayed out of, but at the same I don't time, know, like, man. we just got as a maybe. Kid, it was. You know, it is what it is. It's like, I don't know. I really don't know. We didn't, We, to be honest, like, we were so innocent. We didn't think about that. We really were that stupid. We were just like, yeah, sure. The governor wants you to show and play. But yeah, I'm there. Cool, man. Mm -hmm. like, so if I ask you to come I, play, if I ask you to come play in front of a bunch of son, trans If your son women, was doing a, a, come like, on with we're doing a trans rally for your son, I would come play. Fuck, what, what? Well. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those things where I'd be like, uh, yeah, I don't. It's in my music and human beings are enjoying it. That's how I see it. I right. see it as I get it. As, I do. Man. A, I do. Like I'm not picking sides in my music. My music's not supposed to be evil. This isn't like some kind of buffet of evilness where I'm showing up mm -hmm. and like, you know, if now if I was in a band called like the Trumpets or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the I'm not gonna show up and play this bullshit. But like you know, it's like, yeah, I might I don't I don't have an agenda behind my music. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole right. thing people understand. I don't either outside of this topic. So like if I did get invited to do our show there, 
I would I would wear the t-shirt and the and the pendants and I would try to like a grown person just tell people how I felt in their ears if I had the chance. They'd probably kick me out or not ask me back again. But again, outside that because that's the thing that means a lot to me. But I well, I don't want to you're not gonna get anything done just making air, half half the state your enemy. I would like to just I want some some common sense because I do believe in 20 years this won't be an issue. Maybe hopefully 10. No one even give a shit about this anymore. It's ancient history be gone. All right, you are a singer. Are you are you cool? And I feel weird asking you, but are you cool with playing a little bit for us tonight? God, of course, cool. yeah. Okay, like uh, impromptu in your house. This is Cambucha, by the way. I'm not. I'm still sober, so this, this is okay. Cambucha. No, you grown ass man. I don't give a shit what's in there. Yeah, but right. well, proper Houston, you know, double cup in the kombucha. Double, yeah, double red cup, baby. That's how they do it in Houston. <laughs> oh yeah, double cup. I always double cup though, All isn't right. that right? I don't know why that is. Like I was at a gas station. That's how Bun B does it. <laughs> I got the double cup. It, it feels more it's also how it's my like, grandpa did it. I mean, it's, it's like, like something. There's it, something just Texas about. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. like my drink has a support system to it. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. All right, so I don't know. What do you want to do here, man? Let's do the new single. This is called um, "Low Hanging Fruit." This is kind of my. Okay. You know, town and change your name off 15 minute fame and not on stage you pretty brave they give you a shovel to dig your grave you got a Gibson and a style
When you're in Texas, you shut your mouth. Americana is true. You'll follow suit. Yeah, but it ain't you. It ain't you. Yeah. Nashville really ain't in the South. When you're in Texas, you shut your mouth. You'll follow suit Yeah, but it ain't you You're just low-hanging fruit You're just low-hanging fruit You're just low-hanging fruit Well, oh well all right, oh, yeah. that's the first time in my career that I've had an actual country artist or artist of any kind actually play a tune live on a show, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Well, that's cool. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Very cool. So what's next for you, man? I'm a, I don't want to keep you all night long. I gotta go, I gotta go pick up kids from school, to be completely honest. <laughs> I get it. Before the day the after the after care cuts off here pretty soon. So I gotta get rolling. What's next? What's up? What are you doing? You better bring you better you better go make new music for me, damn it. I'm a fan. I demand you come up with new music. Better you better I wanna buy your koozie and t-shirt, but I own you. You better oh, show up. Speaking of right. I, those I better koozies, get a new record soon. I'm gonna get pissed off. Those koozies you released with the with the like the fringe? Yes, the fringe. Yeah. Like that was so yeah, like, bad. my manager Amy invented that. We're trying to get so a patent on it. People are going like Yes, no. I sent it to my wife and told her I was going to have to try to get her one because as soon as she was just like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to mail you and Mike some in the office. And Mike, tech, just Word. text me the address and like for the mail. Sure, absolutely. Uh, We'd love to have some. Man, just, I'm I'm just focused. Like my deal was like, okay, drinking, drinking way less, writing as much music as possible, playing as much live as possible, and just being a good human being and just trying to like, just be positive and go out there and just do my job. You know, during the week, like I just, I've obviously bought this place in Houston. I'm very lucky the fact that I even here and as a human being, uh, I just bought like a one acre of land on the Galveston Bay and I'm just going to go out there during the week, oh, wow. but I'm off tour Hell and yeah. like build, build on it and just fish for like crab and redfish and just get in the sun and just work on as being a great human being and write music and play shows. And I'm going to try to do that for the next 10 years and just try to be the best Rich Otowa I can be. And that's all I can dude. do. That's, dude, we are on the same, same wavelength right there, man. That was Thank kick you, ass. Man. A lot of Sounds guys are cathartic. chatting in here and saying that it was a badass tune and they dig it. So if you have not heard that song, it's called Low Hanging Fruit. You can go download it now, buy it, and support Rich. He's a hardworking ass guy and he had a tough year last year, like so many bands and musicians did the last couple of years. And he's getting himself back on track and we're back to normal now, whatever normal is now and getting back. And you're like, I, I, God, I feel like I relate to you from, cause I went through a divorce, you know, and I'm kind of starting over, you know, and I'm 47 years old. I don't, I no longer have time for bullshit. I just want to have a good time, man. I want to do shows. I've got, I, I, my, I'm that my two best friends on earth. I literally work with them. You know, I've got some really special people that have come into my life recently and I've met a lot of new listeners and my kids are healthy. Thank God. 
I just want to live my life in peace. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be a big puss and not take a stand <laughs> on when I feel like I should and be convicted. But for the most yeah, part, because you know, I'll call you out when you start to no. get too lethargic. <laughs> I'll start. Dragging I know. You I don't want to give up. No, I no, uh, I want to continue. I want to continue to evolve as a person, learn. There will be there. Not like I'll have a drama free. If I live to be a, I mean, if I live to be 70, I'm 47, I'm going to have some drama probably between now and then that's just life. But I just want to no be way. able to handle it normal and just, live and be and, and not let as much shit get to me and i'm rambling here but i think you know what i'm saying i just i put up with so much bullshit i just want to live my life and be happy now you know you know i, I changed that my attitude on that too i mean like back in the day was if, if i was at a starbucks or at a bar or something someone walked up and said ritual tool sucks uh, like my my, my mm. knee-jerk reaction would be like well, fuck you man you know now i'm like hey you all right like what's up, man? You know, like hey, you okay? Damn, that's awesome. That's you know, that's like so I'm sorry, you got a four inch dick. Like, are you okay? Like, is it uh, two you know, and a half, or did you get the full three inch? Or that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You all right. How bad is your life? Yeah. yeah, like you need some help. Like let me get you some help. And that's the thing is like, man, that's get out awesome. in the sunshine, take a deep breath. Like get by the get by the ocean, get get in the woods. Like have, take a deep breath and just like know that like you're so lucky to even be here. The, the, the chances of you even being in life and having a roof over your head and like just having just anything is so you're so blessed already that like I it really the fact that I did have a breakdown and I did have to like come out and be like, I'm getting sober. I'm going to cure my anxiety. I'm fucking going through this shit was the best thing that ever happened to me because it made me a better human being. And now people can relate to me. Now I can relate to other people. It was almost like I, I was living in a cocoon of fear for my whole life. And I don't have that anymore. And it's nothing but like helping other people out. You couldn't, if I was at, if I go, I'll go to Starbucks in the morning, probably or like a local coffee shop because I don't, I transport local companies. If an old lady just punched me right in the face, I would just turn to her and be like, hey, if that's the worst thing that happens to me today, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. All right. Honestly, we should all try and yeah. channel more of Rich's attitude now for living. Well, you so sure come your, 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 mental, like your, your very public mental yeah. health breakdown to help us all. <laughs> Thank you for having that meltdown. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, it's, you know, and to be honest with you, and to say this at the very end, it is embarrassing. Like, to not think that I'm ah. embarrassed by it. I really am, and a lot of times I, I avoid some things because I know I'm running into somebody. I'm like, man, I just don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. But I just want to let you all know that, that everyone's even being. I hurt. I feel. I cut. I bleed. And it is embarrassing sometimes, but you know what? Isn't life embarrassing? Oh, God, yeah. yes. So learn, learn Rich, to roll I it. have a bruise Dude. the size of a volleyball on my love handle because I slipped and fell in the hallway back here last week, and Mike keeps making me show it off. Yeah, life show is that's embarrassing. Bring it up. You might as well show Rich. Life, show him. It's, uh, you are going to get up. sick. You're going to get see it. sick. Not good oh radio. God. Bring it up. What is this? Are we just going to do like a weekly update to check? You keep status? bringing it up. Look at that. Oh, Bam. that's dirty. Actually looks a lot less, <laughs> less worse. It's going down. It's going down. All right. So Mike, so Mike did this. Mike did it. Mike, I have the smallest nipples in the world. You know this? Oh, okay. Oh. Let me see. Look how small this nipple is. Oh, oh my God. Side by side comparison. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do with your nipple. I have like dime size, like yeah. little. <laughs> I've got oh, pepperonis. I feel way better about my bruise now. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. 
Oh, having fun. All right, dude, dude, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm going to go read some emails and we're going to dick around, but I don't want to keep you all night, man. Thank you no, very no, much. I, no, thank I you for having me on, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank so you cool. Thank you all right, much. Rich. So whether you make another record or not, I'll be happy if you do, but if you don't, I'm not going to get mad. I'm. I, you've got enough now with your – you've got enough catalog built up. I'm going to enjoy it the rest of my life, man. Thank you so much, dude. Yes, sir, and thank you, Mike. Thanks for the, right. the crew too, and Sam, everyone for having me on. I appreciate All it. All right, sir. the great ritual tool. Let me know when love, you play for the attorney general next. Okay. Here we go. All right, here we go. There you go. See you, man. Later, All right, homie. All right, there he is. <laughs> oh, the great ritual tool. Ah, oh, good times. That was, dude. I've never had. I've had Dion Sanders. I've had Manu Ginobili. I've had. Hell, I've had politicians on. I've had the police chief. I've never had an actual. I've had artists on, you know, we've well, had Dion's musicians, on. artists, never. don't undersell his musical career. He, he didn't rap though. My point is, is that yeah. I didn't get must be the money. It must be the money. Yeah. yeah I didn't must get that. I didn't get too legit to quit. I got, but that's the first time a guy actually agreed to actually play a tune for us. That's his a new shit tune. tune that's a damn good tune. That was good. Yeah. Good tune. Yep. All right. Awesome. All right. You want to read some emails? I've seen a few people come in with some, some tips and some super chats and shit like that. I appreciate that, man. Thank y'all very much. Let me refresh my page. I got to refresh my page here. Cancel. Let's do that there. Did that, that, put that, do that there. I appreciate everybody who's contributed to the night. Servant brought three, uh, bought three coffees. Marijuana and tequila are always my favorite things. That's right. He's got a tune about smoking weed and drinking tequila. Thank you to Science T. Share who bought three coffees. Uh, good times, man. I, I appreciate that. And everybody's been participating in this thing here tonight. Uh, Miguel, LOL, Rich is a real one man. Dude, earned a follower tonight. He's a, yeah, he is a real one, man. He doesn't give a shit. He's just a regular dude and wants to hang out and play tunes all night. No, Rich is awesome. When I was living in Stephenville, I mean, I told that story about hearing his demo tape there. But, I mean, I ended up seeing him multiple times in different little honky tonk clubs there. Like he's, he's mm -hmm. been a hard ass working performer for a long ass yeah. time. And to see him marijuana get, and jalapenos were the first tune that I heard that I dug. Like, I was like well, this guy's fun. And yeah. I, that's how, I, cause he was kind of a fun singer, you know? Oh yeah. I'm glad yeah, no, you like him too. Yeah, no, I, and it's, I, again, like, it's pretty funny to see the synergy of having, uh, you know, heard him, uh, 13 no oh god that would have been it was like oh like 15 years ago uh back in stephenville when he was just coming up and now to see mm -hmm. like get to interview him now it's pretty it's, it's pretty wild man it's pretty wild pretty cool he's yeah. a real good dude so good thank you dude. rich and good luck with the new property out in galveston and representing h-town all right Holmes. so the zags got their asses beat by we arkansas we don't have to talk about that we, you know I th you got to pick up your kids you're pro they're probably sitting on the curb right now just waiting like you should probably okay. you should probably head off just, my mother can... used to make my ass wait and it was ridiculous God, and i didn't have after school you you talk about me being you know growing up wealthy and glenra like you my old man would make me like he would show up two and a half, three hours late to pick me up to things. <laughs> and it would just literally be me sitting there at like the elementary school and just people being like, are you sure they're coming? It's like, yeah, yeah, they're on their way. They're on their way. You know, like it like that's one thing we can share. Like it's when I got to junior high made it to pick me up, then he would. Get I went there. from 
I went from elementary school where the, the, the hours I got off at 3 o'clock every day. And then I got to junior high, I was getting off at 4 o'clock. My junior high was 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. in those days. I'm like, okay, mom, here's the thing. I'm in junior high now. I get off at four. Okay, I'm a, okay. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Don't forget, shut the fuck up. Just go to school. I I'll be I'm there. Be there. You know? <laughs> so, and I, I got, got so ridiculous, dude. It'd be six o'clock. It'd be like dusk. Yeah. I'm like, this is bullshit. You know, it got to the point where I would start taking a tennis ball and putting it in my bag. We've and talked just like about throwing, ten, yes. throwing tennis balls and against the fucking act wall. Like I was ground, like I was fielding grounders. I'd throw just it up waiting. against the wall and then act like yeah. I was fielding grounders and then yeah. hop step and throw it back up against the wall. Just literally you know, sit there replaying so World Series highlights by shortstops yep. just up against Same. the wall. It's so fucking defeating when the custodians are leaving because they're <laughs> done cleaning the school and you're sitting there waiting on your... <laughs> Mother, and then she shows up. I want. I thought you said four. I thought you, no. I told you four. Four <laughs> you o'clock, know what dude. I said. Four o'clock. Mm-hmm. God, it's all good. I forgive you, serve and forget the song wrong. It's okay. I'm stoned. I meant jalapeno. We know. Hashtag pay puma. I mean, they couldn't <laughs> remember Crazy Heart earlier. You're fine, serving. I do that all the time. We got a few super chats up in here as well. Oh, where do I find them, Holmes? Uh, Holmes, I'm gonna put them up on the screen for you. Because, oh, okay. Ooh, Bring it. Yeah. Let's see. It. Okay. Okay, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. We got someone who's uh, addressing your your spectacular background. By the way, uh, you're looking good today. You're you're very well yeah, lit. Make it be noted. You're very well lit. Here's a super chat. Thank you. Man, you oh man, you already got the curtain. Wanted to get science t share on it. What do you mean? Sci- got the curtain. I think it's science teacher. Science teacher. Oh, science teacher on it. Yeah. Wanted to get science teacher is? on it. I guess somebody named science teacher wanted to get you a curtain. Oh, that, oh, that dude! But yes, like why do you want? That's a bed sheet. Yeah, That's yeah. Fucking <laughs> bed sheet. That's a bed sheet. That's yeah, not a curtain. Let me say, change, hey, don't change listen, your plans. Check it out. When I say everything's for sale, I mean everything's for sale. If you want to buy me a sheet, I'll go pick it up or wherever you want to buy it here in the hellscape. Don't ship it because it costs too much money to ship. I'll put your name. On the damn curtain. It'll be the curtain presented by such and so. You get your name on every show the rest of the, my career. For, you, for, you you want to buy me? Look at the, I need a bookshelf too. I keep I cannot find the right goddamn bookshelf. So you can see my bed here, right? I need to put a nice I need a nice bookshelf, right? I need decent curtains. The, the thing is, the curtains I have are really nice and expensive, and the guy that owns his condo that I rent it from, those are his. They were professionally installed. They're like on this sliding rack thing. I don't want to take them. Yeah, down. but they're they're white. Oh, they don't do anything except yeah. reflect the sunlight back into your apartment. What do I so, do? They're up there professionally. You're good. Dude. You're good with what you got right now. But you know, well, if you want to, y'all want to buy me better sheets? I can. I'll take them. Whatever people want to buy, I'll put it up in here. As long as it's not vulgar or offensive or anything. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'll be. Yeah, yeah. you know, what? Yep. Yep. I need, I need for, I buy me furniture. How about, yeah, how about a, Hey, I'm hustling Abbott, a Greg Abbott reelection blanket up, uh, to block the, God, he took it. He took, you know, I think he's learned his lesson on that, <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but he did double down and go to the mansion, which I like, I do love like, free right, dinner. He, he says he's on it. He, he, he wants to know, tell, tell me how to get you some curtains. You I go. can't be giving up my address on the, on the show. Yeah, hit him up, taylorsack at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. We'll talk, dude. Taylorsack at gmail.com. You can be the official curtain provider of Thunderdome Live presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, every time okay. we peel back the curtain, we can. Well, uh, uh, ah, dude, that's uh, genius. Uh, every time we peel back the <laughs> curtain. 15, never what does that even mean? Look, like, we, we peel just back the had, curtain every, every second. That's very true. I, we just, <laughs> just had a production meeting. We had a production meeting Tuesday yes, about how we need to come up inaugural. with better segments. We need to come up with, yeah, the, maybe the first time we and it lasts for like six months. We need to come up with some some bits, some segments. Like on the radio show, we have Taylor Trash and Mattertainment News and People I Want to Punch and Ass Whip Tuesday and doing things. I want. I don't want to, this show is not as long, so I don't want to drown our show out with shtick and bits, but I, I'm open to a few things and that shit is for sale. So if anybody wants to buy a segment and you have a good idea, Send me an email at taylorsack at gmail.com. And if you have a good idea and you want to put your name on the segment, like, you know, Taylor Trash presented by so-and-such, so-and-so, I'm, I'm down with that. But I want it to there be an go. original. We don't want to take our radio stuff and bring it to the YouTube show. We want to have this show on it have its own stuff. So come up with something original if you want to help me produce it, too, and provide all the furniture. Yep. <laughs> I'm a busy dude. Everything. Yeah, it could be like, yeah. Peel back the curtain brought to you by science teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Something like that. All right. You what go. are you boys gotta, doing? You, you going to go home and drink more beer and watch ball. You got to go watch. No. You got to go watch Mexico beat the United, United States in soccer. I've been watching it for 15 minutes now. Yeah. It's uh how still, are we doing? Depending on well, actually you know no, it about? doesn't matter which we you're talking about. Cause it's tied nil nil. So we mm-hmm. are tied America, nil-nil. dude, United States. I'm a proud Mexican. I wouldn't American. have guessed how much you pushed back on me or, and my giddiness earlier today on the show. Uh, well, Miguel, it's cause Miguel Mascorro's up in here yeah. with the super chat no stars, Puma yes. Taylor hockey doesn't suck. Okay. I thought when Gonzaga lost early tonight, I thought the rest of my night was going to be fucked because I thought stars are going down. We're falling out of a playoff spot. U.S. is going to get beat 4-0 in Azteca, 3-1 at best, but stars came through with a shootout victory. It's huge, huge two points. You need and to let the Gonzaga thing go. There are a bunch of pussies up there. In Gonzaga. I, man, I just want to see if they've been – like I've loved Gonzaga since like Dan Dickow. I mean, I want to see mm. them win. Dick I want to see Al. them win the championship. Dan Dickow, yes, the great mm. point guard, Dan Dickow. Yep, correct. correct. Dickow, yes. Yeah. We're all gonna Dude. handle that like adults. Good luck. I, I hated so seeing Zach Adam Morrison cry on the floor one. after losing to UCLA. You, uh, Where do you think this inspiration for this kind of mustache comes from? That's uh-oh. Adam Morrison growing up, like. Hundred percent. Hate to interrupt your sports, but you ready to pay some bills or what? Yeah. Which? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the fifth time, right? Okay. Very good. I do want to pay some bills or what? I just talked to George earlier today, and he has committed once again. He's committed to three more months because he digs being on the show and he likes being a part of it. I appreciate it very much. JM Pool and Spa, bitches. JM Pool and Spa, swimming pool and spa specialists. They've been serving South and Central Texas for a long, long time, long, long time, and they want to be your pool boy. You need a hot-looking pool boy? Probably won't be Jorge or George, but he'll find somebody to come out and clean your pool for you. It's got to be a beating to have a pool and have to clean it for yourself. These boys at JM Pool and Spa will absolutely do it for you. Hit them up at jmpoolandspa.com or call the number on the screen, 549-POOL. 
These boys are awesome. He's from the Valley. Eh, lived in San Antonio a long time, and he's a pool cleaning, pool developing, spa cleaning, spa building, spa installing, son of a bitch. Thank you to JM Pool and Spa. They're the official pool and spa provider and caretaker of Thunderdome Live. Very good. All right, so much. So much, so much love. How about that? So much Buddha love. So that's it. I'm happy to have Rich on. I do got to, I actually do have to go kids soon. I, and it, there's not a guy in America that would admit on his live show. Yeah, I got to run. Cause I got to go, I got to get children from school. I got to go back to normal real life. So well, it's did the, Puma, it's peeling what was the back score the curtain curtain right game? there. Yeah. See, peel back the curtain go, presented right? by dot, science teacher. Right on. Hopefully science teacher soon. That's fine. Shoot me an email. So what was the Zag score? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I tuned out as we went live with Rich. I think they ended up losing by like uh, seven or eight, maybe six, seven, oh, eight, wow. somewhere in there. Arkansas yeah. is in the Elite Eight. How about that shit? That's pretty yeah, badass. Yeah, and I haven't. I've been locked into USA and Mexico. I haven't seen what uh, Duke Tech is looking like, actually. Go Red Raiders. James, can I get uh, the email expected. again? Yeah, my email, taylorsack at gmail.com. Well, taylorsack. Two S's in Taylor's. Taylorsack at gmail.com. So shoot me an email there for all, all your sponsorship needs. We'll be glad to put your name on this show. I mean, again, we want to get creative and do fun stuff with our show, but make it, we just don't want to take money. I mean, we'll, we, we'll, we will take it and do good things with it, but. I don't want to drown our show with 500 bits or we'll just do it or we'll have to consider a third, a third show a week if we're going to get that kind of support, but let's, let's get there first. Yeah, if we're going to get painted up like a DuPont number 24, then yeah, I guess we can add a third episode. You can't be a liquor store. Cause I already got the best in the, in the area, Texas cheer liquor. Okay. You can't be a pool guy. Cause I've already got the best in the area, JM pool spa. So outside of those two things, hit your boy up. You got, you got beer company. Let's do it. You got a chain of grocery stores. Let's talk. You got a, got a bong store. I'm open to that too. A so. tobacco water pipe store. Yeah. Although Lawrence, will YouTube let us promote marijuana? Probably not. Huh? Again, uh, a I don't tobacco, know. a water. I think pipe, it's okay. Yeah. I think it's all right. Used for tobacco. Okay. Surely Very we good. would get flagged in states where. I think that's the exact same drop I have on yeah, the show. Yeah, I, th I think I took it from, the, took I it, took it yeah. from the show. Yeah. So that's hilarious. Smoking yeah. reefers? <laughs> I think uh, surely there's some restrictions for advertising for marijuana paraphernalia in states where it's not legal. Marijuana. Countries. Marijuana. But what do I Marijuana. Who knows? Anyone watching install fences need a new one? Huh? Huh? Oh, does anyone watching oh, install they, fences? Oh, I so need a new. Back. All right, no, we're, we're not. We're starting over. We're doing another episode. We're starting over. I didn't even get episode to answer. 15 right I've now. I've got a whole notebook of questions to ask him. We're all about cool. installing. We're going to look for that. people who need. Who can install fences? Episode 15. Absolutely. All right. Yep. Very good. All right. So we'll be back in here on Tuesday. With twice a week again, we'll do Tuesday night and we'll do Thursday night. And you boys, uh, at least Tuesday, there won't be any damn NCAA to distract your ass, your ass. 
Uh, no, there's probably just going to be hockey or regular season nah, NBA or, uh, you know, some more international soccer could be. In God it. forbid you stop down for our show for one hour. All right. Thank you for showing the portal, by the way. That was beautiful. Back to <laughs> that looking better. Is that the winner? Is it's, that the official yeah, name? It's officially it's the, the portal. It's the portal. Yeah. So Madam, Madam portal. Cassie or opened a portal on your hip. Is that what happened? Pretty That's much. 100. Oh, hey. We got to start remembering to light oh, these shit. candles. Hey, we oh, need to light do them it now. now. Before, yeah, we got to do it before we, we kill it. You okay, got, you that's got a fine. That's uh, fine. We got to do, do it, it before now. we that's kill fine. it. Yeah. All right, hold on. Because otherwise we, we break the cycle, and then that portal okay. will never close. All right, cool. <laughs> It'll just be demons world. just escaping from his ass. Yeah, he thinks Madam Cassie cursed him. My theory is that he brought his dark his darkness with him, and Cassie was this light, and it juxtaposed. And that was that was his demons protesting <laughs> that, Cassie being in the room. Yeah. Cassie right. was here to bless us and to bless our show. LG, I mean, um, but Puma he had comes so much negative all his energy. Fucking, just, yeah, all his negativity all and his atheism. Yeah. This, and it this just... Negative ah, aura. Yeah. Right. It just, yeah, the, the streams like, got That's exactly and, what happened, actually. You he got like caught in the middle or what? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, here we go. Let's go which ahead, one yeah. is this? This is the all white. Wait, which one do we uh, go first? Let's go this with the Gua, uh, Guadalupe, the Virgin. Okay. Guadalupe, right. Virgin yeah. de Guadalupe this better, this better make this bruise go away faster. Oh, you're oh. good now. All right, yeah, don't burn right. yourself. You're right. good. Right. You're good now. Okay, yeah. bam. Light the other all one. Right. All right, here we go. This is just for it's eternal a, yeah. good vibes and good energy. This is what Peace. you, yeah. Good vibes sent to all the lads in as, at the Azteca right now. There you go. All right. Let's okay. Go ahead and hold those up. Let's get a, let's get a good year. There we go. <laughs> get, all, get rid of all my demons. Let me good. put them no back more in their falling. proper place. By the way, what the fuck are you wearing tonight? I've never seen you wear. A, oh, it's a USA, just a, it's a USA jersey. That's what. Oh, okay. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, I might have known. I might. I'm like, what the hell is he doing wearing a collared shirt? He's. He told me he was pissing it's a off Mexicans. He said he was proud to be pissing off the Mexicans on the show. Whoa, whoa. on the radio. Badge of honor today. Badge of honor on the radio he came show. Here like boasting. It was like the what? first thing that came out of. His oh yeah, mouth. I know. Same thing on before the radio <laughs> show today. Oh yeah. We connected today on the right before we went on the air for the radio show. He's like, I'm gonna piss off some Mexicans today. It was not, I said, it was not like it was going to be an intentional plan. It was more of a, I'm reminding okay. you, it's Texas or it's USA Mexico night, and I'm gonna have some gags and some bits, and we're gonna have some fun with this. And yeah, potentially there could be some five percent of our audience, and that was amazing. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate. Of course, that. I mean it's again, it's USA Mexico, and we do a show in San Antonio, USA Mexico. All right, no bullshit. I got to go now for show. All right, that's it. Love y'all hard. Thank you so much to Texas Cheer Liquor. Thank you so much to JM Pool and Spa. Thank you to the great Rich O'Toole, man. Thank you to DJ LG. Thank you to Sam Freese. Thank you to me. We're done. We'll see you boys on the radio show, and we'll see you back here on Thunderdome Live, presented by Texas Cheer next Tuesday night, Holmes. Love y'all hard. We'll see you Tuesday night. Come back, you puppy. Thunderdome Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor.